It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Harness Racing Alumni Show. I'm Freddie Hudson, and I'm here today with Trade Martin and Bob Marks. The Harness Racing Alumni Show, with your hosts, Freddie Hudson and Trade Martin. This week's Alumni Show is brought to you by Bill Houghton, insurance standards and farms for over 40 years. Bill knows the ins and outs of equine insurance. Make sure your equine investments are protected. Call or text Bill at 954-655-5547. That's 954-655-5547. Call Bill now. Joining us today is Sam Beloit, a member of the legendary Delaware, Maryland Beloit Racing family. Sammy, welcome to the Harness Racing Alumni Show. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Sammy, to start off with, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Well, we're basically Easter Shore horsemen. Started out down in Peninsula down towards the Cape Charles, Exmoor area, and then when things started getting a little slow, Dad moved us to Delaware in, in the Bridgeville area. He uh, he had a job with Pioneer Farm, and that farm was bought off a guy named Ken Way, uh, Kenny West that was, uh, and he was bought by Dr. Uh, Bergio, which was a renowned foot doctor in New York that Dad had met up there somehow. And then it went from there. You know, we raced in Delaware and then up brand new on Liberty Bell. And, of course, Dad always did race some in New York when it was was the uh, top of the world, you know, the place to go. Yeah, because I, I basically was looking at some old charts from, like, believe it or not, the 1940s, um, <laughs> mid, to, mid to late 40s. And I saw a relative of yours, Jay Beloit, I don't know the first name, and he That's, was racing against the, yeah. That was Dad. Yeah. Dad. He's the okay. only. He's the one that got us in the horse business. Okay, and uh, he he was racing against at that time. Or was that uh, Ocean Downs? I was looking at the charts for him and um, Laurel, and um, yeah. what was the other track? Rosecroft. And Rose basically, Cross. he was ra- he was racing against um, my dad and grandfather. Also, Houghton was racing down there. Huey Bell was racing down there. Bobby Cherricks, and there was probably a Meyer in every single race. Yeah, that's for sure. There was enough of them, but that was a that was a pretty good circuit there for a while. You went from uh, Rosecroft to Law to Baltimore Raceway for a while, and then you had Ocean Downs and Harrington was smaller. Dover wasn't even around then, you know. Correct. And, um, well, what are you doing with yourself now? 
Uh, basically nothing. I retired uh, in December 2020. I bought some horses down here with me. I, uh, three, well, he was two then. A broodmare and fold to make uh, eligible to the Virginia Sire plus Delaware. And then, uh, you know, just kind of trying to slow down. And then okay. I had some bad luck. I lost my fold and and uh, uh, the place where I was, uh, the guy died, and everything else was just too expensive for me. And I got the colt ready in the field, in a field, and sent him to some barn. I, got, I do have one horse racing, but it was okay. it was. How how do you see racing today versus like twenty thirty years ago? Oh well, it's you know we go for a lot more money, but it costs so much more. And it's in a tough position because we're not the only game in town. You know, years ago, we were the only game in town. It was a social event. You, you look in the stands, and I'm not talking about crowds. Look at the way people dress. Everybody dressed up, and they come there, and they had a good time, and they give them something to do. And they got to gamble legally, which wasn't too much of that around then. And then, you know, everything has changed, slowly changed. Through OTBs and and then out of casinos and stuff, and the you know, thoroughbreds always was the uh, you know the top of the line because they had more money behind it. But the harness racing was the everyday Joe. You know, you could do horses used to take you to the store. You could race, and that filtered up into becoming horse racing. And and people uh, that loved the business. You know, built tracks and liked the people, and and they seen a way. Tried, thought they seen a way to make money, and then you know everything's just changed slowly but surely. Costs have gone up, and you know it's just you can name another uh, many reasons. We had economical slides here and there that hurt us. You know. Yeah. What What, what are your thoughts on the uh, drugs currently in racing and the indicted trainers? <laughs> well, that's a particular situation. Uh, it hurts. It hurts for the people. It hurts the people that uh, race horses straight or close to. But it, it all comes from somebody trying to get that edge to win. It happens in anything. Thoroughbreds. Uh, you know, human athletics, and everybody's trying to get to the edge, and it just got to be, uh, you know, got out of hand. And as far as indictments and stuff, I know a couple of them people that that uh, were indicted, and uh, I don't, <laughs> you know, that's, I'm kind of caught in the middle of the road because of. Uh, well, they're not pressing, and you know what? It's, it, a lot of it's fall upon the standard press. And but I know little, very little about thoroughbreds. But you can't tell me that not just as much is going on in thoroughbreds as is standard press. And we're catching all the, all the flack. I think well, anyway. Well. Well, anyhow, my next question for you, and this is my last question: uh, Where do you see harness racing being in ten years from now? Unfortunately, uh, 
it'll be a lot smaller than what it is now. It's only the strong survive situation. You know, uh, the casinos are taking over to, to prop up the money, you know, a lot of states. And it, it, the casino, bringing in casinos and legalizing gambling was meant to help the standard press. But casinos get it, it got in there, and they don't care. They got the profit line. And they see standard bread racing as a as a losing proposition. And they don't work it. I'm from Delaware and I watch what goes on. Now Dover's gotten better the last couple of years with the change of management a couple of times. But Harrington just they don't try. They they don't try to get the people in there. There's no advertising. You know, Harrington's got an old grandstand, but go up in there and they got one little section where people can go. It's it's it's, it's simulcast and and a place called Murphy's where you can get something to eat or in the clubhouse when the when the uh races are on. The the grandstand's full of stuff and, and anybody that doesn't want to go upstairs or just watch races outside, it's just nothing nothing there to attract people. And to me that's comes from management. Management not caring. I'll get my dollars and, and get it as easy as possible. Hey, Trade, did you want to add anything in here? I remember you guys from down in Ocean City. I don't think we raced in the same races, but I remember well, your name very well. Well, I started out in the middle, I think it was 73, 72, 73, and I had some good years. And then my idea was always that when I was little growing up, New York was the place. And I always wanted to, and I head north, raced big time. And I went to, I went over to Rosecroft and then uh, graduated up to Brandywine, Liberty Bell, and then started making some ventures up north and raced some at uh, New York and the Meadowlands. And, and, but Ocean Diners was a fr- my foundation, got me going. I used to love to stay there. The atmosphere was good for the horses. It was really nice, yeah, it was. Yes, it was. You had the beach atmosphere, the, just the breezes and the air, it just made you feel free. And my horses always raced good off that place. I did nothing different, you know, they just, and they, I stayed there for about nine years, year round, and I always did good. Because my horses just well, seemed buddy, to race uh, good. Roscoe, uh, Roscoe Rogers was there, my, my, my he, very close yeah. friend. Yeah, Roscoe was there. He had a son, Robert. Yeah. I'm out of fact, Bobby, I yeah. claimed the cup off Rob. And, uh-huh. uh, he, yeah, Roscoe was, Roscoe was a good horseman. He was yeah, sharp. He, was he, uh, he had his horses. He had, when he had them right, he'd win with them. Yep. And he married, uh, Bobby Peggy. Church's wife. Yeah, Peggy. Right. Yeah, right. yeah he, he married nice people. He, yeah. Yes, the churches, you know, the Mars, as you say, uh, that whole bunch. We were all close, not close, we were friendly, and uh, especially, well, Bobby gave me a few of the first test drives he had when he come back from up north when he was fighting cancer. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a. I uh, never knew Bobby. I never knew Bobby. Uh, Freddie knew Bobby, I believe, but I, yeah, I, knew, I, I knew, him, knew him pretty well. And uh, I, I do remember one time, uh, and I was only a kid at the time, uh, I'm look, I look out on the track and you see George Phelan, my dad, Billy Meyer, Alan Meyer, 
and Bobby Jarrett, and they're all walking around the track looking for something. Bobby lost his teeth out there. (laughs) (laughs) He must have made a pretty big bet. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Hudson used to always wear his uh, helmet cocked. A little yep. bit, you know. Yeah, and I've always wore a white helmet, never painted one. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I used to, Dad would keep a horse or two up in New York with either Howard Camden or Allen or Bobby or something that was, you know, good on a half that was one of his better horses. And he'd go up there every once in a while, and i said, Dad, bring me back a program, bring me back. And he'd always, whenever he went away to race that, he'd bring me back programs. And I used to, used to have them. I wish I'd have kept them things because they were, you know, old Roosevelt programs were orange and blue. Is that right? On the front and stuff. And yeah, I think they, the they, they, they had they had changed they changed colors quite often though. So yeah, oh, okay. Well, I remember that's the one thing, and that, you know, you see all uh, Allen and all them were up there and all the, you know, that was the mecca. It's a mecca for yeah, years. You know, I remember the first time was uh, I ever went to either place. I was just in awe. Sammy, don't go away. If you're buying or selling your home, Joe Rico is your go-to guy. Joe has been representing buyers and sellers on Long Island for 30 years. He is an expert in all types of sales. Don't sell for average. Call or text Joe Rico today at 516-524-4870. That's Joe Rico at 516 516- Five two four four eight seven zero. You know what, Freddie? Give everybody Joe's email address. That's Joe Rico C twenty one at yahoo.com. The Standard Bread Retirement Foundation has been rescuing and caring for Standard Breads since nineteen eighty nine. They now have over four hundred and seventy horses in their care. Find out how you can help. Visit adoptahorse.org. The Standard Bread Retirement Foundation. Sammy, we want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. That's a wrap for this week's broadcast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to tune in next week. The Harness Racing Alumni Show.